my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me a hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! If you've dreamed of becoming a professional wrestler, it's time to make that dream a reality. The Stride Pro Wrestling Training Academy is now enrolling new students. Classes meet on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. for just $60 per month. Be sure to check out the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page at facebook.com slash stridepro-wrestling and get enrolled now. Hey friends, happy Cyber Monday. It is episode 367 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast and uh, this week is Ask My One Two Three Cents. Got some good questions, some fun questions and we'll get into those in just a few minutes. But uh, before we get too deep into the podcast, uh, as far as the meat of the podcast, I do want to do some shout outs and, and thank some folks, uh, even though I know these people will not hear this podcast, but uh, I want them to know how much uh, I value and appreciate them. And that is my wife, Lisa, who um, is helping me with a huge project that I decided to undertake uh, this Christmas season. And I'm kicking that off on December 1st. So be sure to check out my Twitter and TikTok and probably Facebook and Instagram too for updates on that. But she really uh, came in when I was... uh, kind of at my wits end. So thank you to her for helping me out. And then also to my parents, my mom and dad um, are actually still here as I'm recording this on Sunday night. It's been a busy weekend. It's been a busy week. They came down on Tuesday and, uh, you know, helped with the preparation of Thanksgiving dinner. And then of course, uh, all the post Thanksgiving festivities. Uh, I put up Christmas decorations outside as my dad and my wife did some work. Um, on uh, some home improvement projects that we've been kind of neglecting and putting off. And my mom spent the time baking lots and lots of Christmas cookies for my wife, my kids, and my, my and myself, obviously. So uh, again, I am so appreciative of my family and the support that they've given me to make these kinds of things that I'm able to do with the podcast or with Stride Pro Wrestling or the blog or anything else that I do outside of, of family life. Um, you know, without family support, it becomes difficult. So again, take some time to appreciate the loved ones in your life and, uh, you know, thank them from time to time. And uh, this is the season for thank, being thankful and, and giving and whatnot. And that takes me actually into the first question for this week's podcast, which I knew this question was coming. I just didn't know how he would word it. And that is from Hunter Woodworth, who says, what are the odds that I will have to shave my head? I think I got a 142 and two thirds chance of not shaving my hair. So 
For those of you who don't know or don't remember, Hunter Woodworth is a big fan of Stride Pro Wrestling and has agreed to, if we are able to collect 250 wrestling action figures or wrestling-related toys uh, for this year's My One Two Three Cents Stride Pro Wrestling Action Figure Drive, um, he's willing to shave his head. And originally, I thought we were, or his hair, he's going to shave his hair on his head. Someone got very technical and was asking about eyebrows and other facial hair and whatnot. We're just going to do his hair on his head, so we're not going to go crazy with it. I I do think we are going to reach the goal. Um, I I get asked probably multiple times a week, and, and honestly, right now, it's slow because there's not a show, and I haven't, you know, I went a couple weeks ago and picked up some toys. I got a bunch from the first show, thanks to Denny Howell and to uh, Tyler Adams, who have both uh, donated a ton of toys. And then also Zach Whitecotton, who I went and picked up some toys from. But to the three of them, we already have more than 70 toys. So um, it, this is going to be a good year. I, I know it. And I found out that we have an extra week to collect. So that's even better because it then falls on the next Stride show, um, which is December 11th. It is uh, Hostel Holiday, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that for a number of reasons. And that kind of parlays into Tyler Adams' question. Um, so if, if you are listening to this and want to donate uh, before I get to Tyler, uh, please reach out to me. I can give you my address. You can have toys shipped here. Uh, you know, Whatever you are able to give, even if you want to Venmo some cash and I am going, my parents, that's another thing about my parents, any kind of fundraiser I do, they always are willing to give. So they gave me some cash and I'm going to go and pick up some figures as well with with what they've donated. So it's just coming along very nicely. And Tyler Adams asks me about my thoughts on Heath Hatton's uh, parent, you know, his attitude or whatever when he attacked Riser. Um, at the last Stride Show, Downfall 2, which happened um, in uh, earlier this month here in November. Um, you know, I, I had Tyler or Heath on the podcast. Uh, we did a two is greater than one. And, you know, he, he explained what's going on. And, and, you know, he doesn't feel like he really did anything wrong. And I, until I know exactly what's on his mind, because he, he, he I felt like he was kind of holding back and, and keeping some information in. And that's his prerogative. And I certainly wanted to give him the form and the platform to speak his mind and, and let fans know exactly what's going on. And I think that on December 11th at Hostel Holiday, he has already said that he is going um, to have more to say and he's going to talk directly to Riser. So, you know, he's going to go man to man, face to face and explain. And you know what? Just because two guys are on the same side of the fence philosophically as far as uh, being good guys or bad guys, that desire for gold never goes away. And, and especially Heath Hatton, who has been a champion multiple times, multiple championships in stride pro wrestling, I, I don't blame him for wanting to go after the championship. So uh, this was one way to kind of make that message loud and clear, and, and we'll see how it goes. You know, I, I think that... Uh, fans can cheer for both guys. It doesn't have to be so clear cut. Um, you know, it's kind of like Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan when they wrestled at WrestleMania Six. You know, both guys had their fans, and and I think that you know, it's all going to be just fine with Heath and uh, Riser mixing it up here in the very near future. Should Riser 
obviously give him that championship opportunity, which I don't know why he wouldn't. But come December 11th, we'll know more details. Chad, my good buddy Chad, who I am also thankful for every once in a while, uh, his question is, should Double J and Conrad the Mortgage Man attempt to start a new promotion? So there's been a lot of... uh, uh, rumor and innuendo, as they like to say on Conrad's podcast over on the Ad-Free Network, um, about whether or not Jeff Jarrett and Conrad specifically are going to start a wrestling promotion. Now, of course, there's I do feel like they are teasing it and they're planting seeds, but I, I would be really surprised because then they, they kind of pull back on it and say that they're not, um, you know, with Ring of Honor announcing that they are essentially closing shop. I I don't look for Ring of Honor to come back, uh, despite the fact that they haven't officially ended it, but I, I would be surprised. Um, and then, of course, lots of cuts going on at WWE. They can't all go to AEW. They can't all go to Impact Wrestling. Is now the time to start another promotion? And some say a third. I think it would be a fourth. I do consider Impact Wrestling, even though it's not nearly as as watched or as popular as WWE or AEW. I don't know. I don't think we need another wrestling company on TV to compete with AEW, WWE, and Impact Wrestling. And I know back when I was a kid, you know, back in the day, um, the big three were the WWF, the NWA slash Crockett Promotions, and the AWA. And eventually, it all kind of petered out. Uh, but you had all of these other cool little territories that were on TV and syndicated. So maybe that maybe it wouldn't be such a bad thing. I just think this attempt for global domination in the wrestling uh, industry. And again, 2021 is nothing like it was in the 80s as far as entertainment goes, as far as how we consume entertainment and professional wrestling specifically. But, you know, back in the 80s, again, I I mentioned the big three. And then you had, you know, Bill Watts with the UWF. You had Fritz Von Erich and World Class Championship Wrestling. There was Central States. There was Memphis. There was the CWA. You know, there were all of these other promotions and companies. And a lot of them you could watch, or at least where I lived at the time in St. Louis, we got to watch a lot of great wrestling. I think that if someone comes in and starts another promotion, I I, I just think you have to lose that, I want to compete with WWE or even AEW for a share of that pie. I think that AEW's thing right now, as, as excited, and listen, I don't dislike AEW. I, Chad and I, I do bust Chad's balls about AEW from time to time because I do think that the fan base for AEW, WWE to an extent as well, but man, the fan base, they get so like, they're into it. They love it. They 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 love it. And I applaud them for that. But they think that overnight, Tony Khan and, and, and company is going to overtake WWE and you know, if you look at the ratings, yeah, that first week of Rampage, ratings were through the roof. You know, it was the debut of CM Punk, and it was the debut of the show, I believe. It all kind of fell at the same time. But since then, everything's kind of petered down and is back to where it was. So even with guys like Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole and CM Punk, uh, you know, these big heavy hitters that were coming from WWE that everybody thought was going to be this big shot in the arm, 
it hasn't happened. And I don't necessarily blame anybody within AEW. I don't blame anybody, you know, any of these wrestlers that are, are, are making the jump. I just think the way the product is consumed today, it's just not there anymore. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to articulate this in a way where it doesn't sound negative because I'm really trying to not come off sounding negative, but I don't think we as fans watch the way we did in the 80s. And I think it's that oversaturation. I think wrestling is on literally every night of the week. I can watch WWE Raw, and and I'm not even counting the stuff that's streaming that AEW does like on YouTube and whatnot. So Monday night is Raw. Tuesday night is NXT, Wednesday night is AEW Dynamite, Thursday night is Impact Wrestling, Friday night is SmackDown by WWE and AEW Rampage, Saturday night in on syndication is, for now, Ring of Honor, Sunday night, depending on the month, I'm getting one, maybe two, sometimes three pay-per-view opportunities throughout the month, so I think the market is oversaturated, so I guess the short answer is I hope that Conrad and Jeff Jarrett are not starting another wrestling company, I guess. I'm, I'm going to go out and just say it like that. I just think that there is way too much out there. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe variety is the spice of life and you give people other options to choose from. You know, it, at one point in my life, I felt like I had to consume and watch and, and get all of this, you know, I do that with podcasts. Now I, I listen to all these podcasts and I've every week, I've got to listen. I got to listen. I got to listen. And I, I was like that in a, uh, for a, a while with my wrestling consumption and I can't do it anymore. I well, partly because I don't have cable, so I'm not watching, uh, but I am following online and, and keeping up with it. So I'm not, I'm not unknowledgeable about what's going on in the wrestling world. But as far as constant consumption of it. It's just, it's too hard to keep up with. Um, but I love the fact that WWE does have a form of competition. And again, I don't think that, you know, AEW is going to overtake WWE anytime soon. And again, who knows if Vince McMahon is preparing to sell? Why is he making these cuts? Some could argue he's making these cuts because they had a bloated roster and now there are places for wrestlers to go and compete. And so, those opportunities are there, but I, I, I am happy with the amount of wrestling we have right now. Um, sometimes I do think, you know, three hour raw is too much, but again, I know that's a USA thing. They're paying for it. It's, you know, I'm just going to keep watching and consuming and, 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 and enjoying, you know, at the pace that I want to do that. So I hope that another company doesn't start because then I feel like that's going to be just more stuff out there to, to, to watch and and try to keep up with. And, you know, but I wish them well, if they do, you know, if, if Jeff Jarrett is considering rebooting or rebranding, um, global force wrestling, you know, I, I, I'd give it an opportunity. I'd give it a chance. I like Jeff Jarrett. Um, I've met him a few times. He's a great guy. Um, and I, I enjoyed, the opportunities that I had in meeting him. So, and, you know, maybe I'm, I'm saying this because if he does, I could, you know, be his ring announcer. <laughs> I, I, I'm not looking for that opportunity, but if it happens, it happens. Uh, so Chad, that, that is, I guess the long winded version of the answer to that question. 
Uh, speaking of chat, our buddy Jason Skull says, hey, hashtag announcer man, when are we getting another buck and a quarter podcast with Bob at Bob Wicked 38? That is uh, their good friend. I say they're the Skull Brothers, uh, their good friend, Bob. Um, or a Skullbuster podcast reunion by way of at 5150Skull and T-Skull44. Maybe you can add Chad not so smart to hashtag super show, hashtag hipster beers, hashtag liquor vicar. I love this idea. And Jason, honestly, I have been thinking about a way to, I know this was probably sent somewhat in jest, but the Skullbuster podcast or the Skullbuster WrestleCast when it was on, I enjoyed listening to um, Jason and Tom Skull, their brothers, of course. They've been on this podcast before, as well as as Bob. Um, he's been a, a guest on the podcast. We did a lot of AWA talk. These guys are all kind of from the same generation that Chad and I are from. You know, we grew up in the 80s watching and, um, you know, the AWA and, and the WWF and the NWA, the things that I talked about earlier. So I, I have had an idea in mind and this question has prompted me to act on it. And since they mentioned hashtag hipster beers and hashtag liquor vicar, maybe it becomes also a wrestling under the influence. And it's something that happens sooner rather than later. So fellas gear up. I'll be sending out a message probably this week uh, explaining my idea and what I'm wanting to do. And hopefully we can all touch base and, and make it happen because it, I think if it works the way it's, it's working in my head, uh, it'll be a hell of a podcast and it'll be a fun time to say the very least. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that and, and let's make that happen. Bob Schulte, by the way, is, is wicked Bob, um, I didn't mention him by name, but Bob Schulte, who was uh, a guest and, and, and a, a previous guest here on the My One Two Three Cents podcast. Duke Randall, who is, uh, has a YouTube channel, Duke Randall Outdoors. Check that out. He also does a podcast with some of his buddies called Wrestling With Monsters. Check that out. Um, he's a former wrestler with Stride Pro Wrestling. He does some refereeing now. Uh, so Duke always asks some, some good questions and I'm going to wrap up this week's episode with Duke's question out of all of your matches, which was your favorite? I, I really thought that was a good question and it's something that, you know, here's the deal. I've had 10 matches. I am a 48 year old, uh, ring announcer, commentator, former TV news guy, I, Never in my wildest dreams did I imagine I would have the opportunity to wrestle. I have obviously never been like, uh, you know, through the actual training school I have gone through and I've done, I, I am getting in there and doing enough where I feel like I'm going to be safe and not hurt anyone or get myself hurt. Um, although it does cross my mind from time to time. What if I screw this up? And that has, that has had a, a, bearing on my perception of some of these matches that I've had. And, and since it's only 10, I am going to quickly run through them um, because I haven't, it's so hard to like pick my favorite because I, you know, it's like picking your favorite kid or picking, you know, I have a lot of friends and I, 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 you know, the whole notion of a quote unquote best friend, 
you know, I, I just, it's, it's hard to, to, to do that for me. It's hard to narrow it down to just one thing. Um, but my first match was in 2012, in January of 2012. So coming up on the 10 year anniversary of that very soon at main event against Mike Masters, um, that one holds a lot of special memories for me because it was the first. Um, and so, and I thought it was going to be the last. Uh, but as we learned, it was not. Um, a couple years, or several years later, actually, six years later, uh, I got back in the ring, and this time inside a steel cage against Roger Mathis. And that match, I loved it because of the emotion involved with it and the buildup for it. Uh, of course, my daughter was power slammed by Roger, and that's what prompted me to uh, sign the contract to wrestle him. And... Um, the fact that it was in a cage and it was the main event, I am, I cannot tell you how humbled I am by that, how flattered, how honored I am that that, that match went on last um, at a great show of, of wrestling matches. And it was so, um, being in the cage was obviously something very different. Um, in some ways, I thought I liked it because I felt a little safer but in other ways, I was in there with a 300-pound Viking who, um, you know, kicked my ass, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Um, I think where I'm going to narrow this down as my favorite is coming up. Um, this match, I, I, I don't know if anyone, if everyone would consider this an actual match, but it was the night that Tyler Heath Hatton was supposed to team up with Scott Phoenix um, against the tag team champions, Jay Spade and Tony Flood, the Sin City Saints. Uh, it was a, a, a little show at uh, our building in Carterville. It wasn't a huge crowd. It was a packed house, though. Um, and Scott Phoenix was injured and couldn't wrestle, so it was a handicap match. Well, as Heath is getting beat up, I, I get kind of egged on because the Sin City Saints had pushed me the month before, in the ring and we're making fun of me. And this, you know, this was all obviously leading up to and building up to something, but, um, I took my jacket off cause I was ring announcing that night. I took my jacket off because they were goading me to get in the ring. And when I, I took my jacket off and threw it down and jumped up on the apron, the pop. And again, I'm, I'm sounding like I'm bragging on myself or whatever, but the emotion with that, it just, it, it, it feeds you in a way that you can't, explain unless you are in front of that crowd and, and doing that. Um, and then I tagged in and, you know, I think I threw a couple of clotheslines. I body slammed, um, spade, choke slammed, um, spade. And then I, I think I did a spear and then I got a low blow from Tony flood and the match ended in disqualification. So I, I do count that as a match and I, I loved the emotion attached to that, but I think where I'm ending this with, or not ending this conversation, but my favorite match is the night then that Tyler and I, that Heath and I teamed up at Rent One Park and won the tag team titles. And I, the only nick that this match has for me is towards the end where I was supposed to jump up and, and get in the ring. I paused and delayed a little bit too much and almost ruined the end of it, but that match was so much fun. And I just, when he, you know, and, and I know it's wrestling, it's, it's predetermined. The belts are, pre, you know, if you listen to the other podcast, you know, they talk about the, you don't want to be a mark for yourself and take it too seriously, but 
just again that crowd response those fans that were there at Rentman Park it was an outside show it was just such a fun environment and fun atmosphere I had a lot of friends that came and watched that show it just meant a lot and I don't think anybody expected Heath and I to win the tag team titles and then when we did it was like holy shit these guys actually won now the ring announcer is a tag team champion and it was you know I you know throw it out there with the Judy Bagwell being a tag team champion or Nicholas winning the tag team championships you know but instead of you know surrendering the titles we actually had some defenses and you know we defended again against Spade and Flood the next month at the next stride show there at the building then we defended it in a uh, fatal three-way, or a, not a fatal three, a triple threat match against Roger Mathis and Chris Hargis. Ugh, those guys, wow. And then um, the uh, the mask, the mystery masked man and, uh, and Bud Galloway. And, you know, we retained that night. So then it's another title defense. But, you know, at the October Stride show back in 2019, uh, we kicked it off with a battle royal, Halloween battle royal. I loved that because I, you know, I didn't know what to do in there and it was, but it was fun. And I just kind of laid low and I knew that, you know, the plan was for me to be the second to the last in there. Um, and then later that night, of course, we defend against Roger and, and, uh, Chris Hargis again. And I loved working with those guys, but that's the night we, we dropped the titles. And then uh, a last minute substitution I needed to be for, uh, for Tony flood at the, uh, show that we are honoring Curly, the AAPW Resurrection Show. So I team up with Jay Spade and Heath Hatton uh, against Mathis and Hargis and also their partner, Savion Ayers. And that match was a lot of fun because that was 600-plus fans there that night. That was the biggest crowd that uh, I've ever wrestled in front of, and I think that was probably the biggest crowd we've ever had in any stride event. Uh, And, you know... That was just a lot of fun as well. And then, of course, uh, this most recent one, almost a year, almost two years off. And then it was, uh, you know, back in September of, of this year, it was another six-man tag with Tyler, Heath Hatton, and myself uh, uh, teaming up with Curly and taking on David Lee Walker, AJ Kellis, and beautiful Brian Richards. And that was also at Rowan Park. And that was a lot of fun as well. Uh, and I liked, you know, I told her I like the six man tags because it's, I, I have less to worry about. I'm always, again, I'm always afraid that I'm going to either screw up a spot by t- being too slow or delayed or, you know, botching a move or not taking a move right or kicking someone the wrong or hitting someone wrong or, or something along those lines. So, you know, whenever the opportunities come up and I'm able to wrestle, uh, you know, I know that I will, Tyler told me one time, never say that you're retired because if we need you, you're going to wrestle. And I, I love that about Tyler, that he has the faith in me that I can get in there and just get, you know, uh, you know, 10 minutes or whatever of, of some fun. It's going to be entertaining. You know, you're not going to see a five-star match when I'm in there and that's okay. I don't think that our fans expect that, but, um, and I trust him, you know, when, when we're going over things and someone says, can you do this? I look at Tyler and say, can I do this? Because I trust that he's, you know, he's not going to put me in a situation where I know that, uh, I'm going to be adding undue 
danger. You know, obviously, when you're in there and you're having a match and, and you're wrestling, there are a lot of things that could go wrong, and you have to be careful each step of the way. But there are also things that sometimes wrestlers do that put themselves in those situations as well. So we always talk about it, and we're making sure that I'm not going to uh, uh, do something foolish. And, and I appreciate him again uh, for those opportunities and, and all the times that we have been able to go out there and, and have fun. And it's something, again, I never in a million years as a kid, as a teenager, even, uh, you know, 12 years ago when I first, 15 years ago when I first was getting into the scene here in Southern Illinois and going to indie shows and, and watching, but before I was uh, obviously ring announcing or doing anything else with them, you know, and I, I would never go, uh, you know, no one, no other promoters are going to call me and, and book me for their shows. And that's fine because again, I, I am comfortable in a stride ring, uh, with the men and women of this company who know my limitations and what I can and can't do. And, and, you know, so again, uh, favorite would have to be the tag team title win one because it was winning the, the gold, but also sharing that moment with Tyler and, you know, Again, I, I just I can't put it into words the way, uh, you know, that he wants to share those opportunities with me. And it, it does it really does mean a lot. So uh, I probably rambled on way too long with this answer and with this podcast. So I want to thank everyone again for listening, for checking it out. If you would do me a favor, though, please subscribe, obviously, if you haven't already, but also leave a review. Reviews are good for the algorithm for podcasts. So no matter what app you're listening on, leave a review, screenshot it and send it to me through Twitter um, or Facebook. And, you know, you could win a prize. And I am, again, grateful for everyone who has listened, who has shared, who has downloaded, who has left a review um, of this podcast. And I appreciate uh, the opportunity to chat wrestling once a week with all of you. And uh, I'm just grateful. So friends, thank you so much. Have a great week and we will talk again soon. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.